Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Hello, and welcome to the Come to Your Senses podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through a lifestyle of embodiment. You'll hear gems to empower you around mindset, mindfulness, somatic psychology, and neuroscience, as well as beauty, food, style, and the art of slow living to meet your soul through the senses. I am so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come to Your Senses, or welcome to Come to Your Senses if this is your first time here. If you are a listener to this podcast, you love small invitations for how to enrich your everyday through being in your body, through expanding your sensory sensitivity, and through including simple pleasures as part of your spiritual practice. And today, my friends, is no exception to what we have on the curriculum, because today I am going to share with you six very simple five-minute morning rituals. I know for myself, I have been exploring and resenting the the idea of morning rituals for a few decades now. You know, I have this idea in my head of padding out to my kitchen and wearing a fabulous dressing gown and sitting down listening to classical music while incense burns and journaling about my day. And sometimes that happens. And those are beautiful, climactic, ah, just incandescent moments. But often I wake up thinking about my to-do list, sometimes thinking about my past mistakes or regrets. Elizabeth Gilbert calls it horizontal thinking, where she says, I have a rule where I don't allow myself to do any horizontal thinking, which is waking up in the morning and staying in bed. And if I have enough energy to review all of my past mistakes and mess ups, I certainly have enough energy to get up and make myself a cup of coffee. And a morning ritual can be very grounding. 
However, when a morning ritual is cloaked in an expectation of perfection, it can really kind of work against you, can be another reason why you're not enough. And so what I want to share with you today are ways that I have learned to incorporate morning rituals in a way that feels vastly diverse in the type of ritual that I do. And that really takes very little setup, very little effort, and that simply drops me into the frequency of being with my senses, being in my body, and being with what I choose to call God. And my hope is that this episode gives you some fresh inspiration to begin your day by pressing pause, touching in, and connecting with the core of yourself to allow the spiral of your day to move from the inside out rather than feeling like it's chasing you from the outside in. So where we're going to begin is by talking about something called eminence. My friend Amanda Young once shared this concept with me in one of her classes. And it's this idea that in most religions, especially Judeo-Christian religions, there's this idea that heaven is a place that we are working to achieve and working to get into. Often the passage to heaven is marked not by what we do with our lives, but what we abstain from, what we don't do, who we exclude and who we condemn. And eminence is the idea that heaven is a place here on earth and that God is that light, that radiance that emanates from our authentic being. And this feels very relevant when it comes to our five-minute morning ritual, because to me, every day is a ritual. How I live my life is a ritual. It can be a very dangerous thought when I think God or spirit or the universe or creator is separate from any part of my life. And so I want to start there by letting you know that your life is already a ritual. You are already participating beautifully in that ritual. And I think that our tiny rituals that we do to connect are ways that we jump into the portal of removing the veil that there is any separation between us and the sacred. And so we're going to jump right in. And these might be a little bit more lightning round style. I'm just going to roll right into them. And so the first one is something that I call mortar and pestle. Sometimes ritual can feel complex and like it requires a lot of supplies. But if you're in a place where you can stand, or even if you're in a place where you're seated and you can move your hips a little bit, I'll invite you to join me in this ritual right now. So I want you to hold out your hands like a cup 
and imagine all of the things that you want to experience in this day. Presence, delight, connection, touch, insight, abundance, surprise money in your mailbox, being hit with the fragrance of your armpits and thinking, man, I'm a powerful creature. (laughs) Instead of thinking, gosh, I reek, you know, having these self-approving, self-loving thoughts, no matter what comes your way. And you can fill this stack of spices that you want to include in your day. And then I want you to imagine, or you could even bend down and place them between your feet. So almost like you were assembling a pile of cardamom and coriander and cinnamon sticks and all other star anise, all other yummy spices. And now, if you've ever seen a mortar and pestle, it's one of those old apothecary kind of a marble grinder, a marble bowl with like a wand, a rounded edge wand. And with your hips, I'll invite you to just begin to circle your hips and imagine that you are crushing the outer seed or the outer shell of those spices, releasing their fragrance and perfuming your skin and your clothing as you move through your day to day, so that you're not just making those things happen, you're actually attracting and magnetizing them into your life. You can also do this. There's a Thai tantric ritual called the honeypot, where you imagine a honeypot and everything that you want to experience in your day, in your sex life, in your work, whatever it is. And especially your sex life. That's how I initially learned the practice, but imagining all of that being infused into a pot of honey and then drizzled over every one of your internal and external sex organs, or I like to imagine it being drizzled over every corner and crevice of my heart. Actually, in a meditation album that I've been working on, stay tuned for that. I have a meditation called the honey heart meditation. So mortar and pestle, you can also imagine a cauldron, you can imagine a teacup, whatever you desire infuses and joins your intention to your movement, which codes those intentions into your body so that you don't have to hold them so tight in your mind. The second five minute morning ritual is to do whatever you do in the morning, but to add two simple ingredients, incense and candlelight. I remember in New York in January of 2020, I moved back to New York City. I was living in Tribeca and there was this coffee shop that kept the lighting very low and you would walk in and it would be like 6.30 in the morning And there would just be candle after candle after candle. And they had this big wall of woolly stuffed sheep. And it was just the most comforting, most delicious. I think it was called cafe. Yes, K-A-F-F-E. 
And it was just, I remember walking in there and being like, yes, this is why I live in New York, because they understand the necessity of sheep and candlelight and romance at 6.30 in the morning. I find that if I'm doing the dishes, if I'm snuggling up with my journal, if I'm stretching on a yoga mat, if I give myself five minutes of that golden glow, the aroma of incense, and the pleasure of opening my senses first thing, I am a much happier and more frisky human being as I move through my day. Speaking of first thing in the morning, something I have been doing lately that was inspired by one of my clients is as soon as I wake up, I put on my sneakers and I open my door and I walk down my street for five minutes in forward motion, receiving full sun, no sunglasses, no hat, nothing. I am amazed at the way that my mood has elevated and maintained throughout the day. There are other things happening in my life. It's a bit early to tell if this is really having the effect that I think it is, but I will tell you that this week I have not skipped a single day because I don't find myself getting fatigued mid-afternoon. I don't find myself getting as annoyed as easily by all the things that are annoying in one's life. And I just highly recommend that you try it. There's like a reset quality and there's also an intimacy. I leave my phone plugged in in the bathroom at night and that's a really nice way to keep it away from my bed so that I'm not tempted to find faux connection in the morning and instead I go and I connect to myself and to the sun for just five minutes and it is so rewarding. Another sensory treasure is my favorite playlist in my whole collection, my morning journaling playlist. When I sign on a coaching client, one of the first things that is delivered is the School of Sensual Living playlist library, which has over 10 playlists for all different types of things like golden hour and candlelight dinner and a good cry and making breakfast and working out. And one of these cherished playlists that I've been curating for years is the morning journaling playlist. And these are just songs that bring such calm and ease and aliveness and engagement to my morning. There's everything from Stevie Wonder to classical music to French pop stars to new age chants. And so I highly recommend curating your own. And then if you're like picking up the kids toys or washing the dishes from the night before with your morning playlist, all of a sudden it becomes a ritual to welcome the day. The next gem is a little bit more deluxe. This one might take you more like 10 minutes, but a deluxe morning bath. One time I was staying with a girlfriend and I had to get up very early and she was the queen of getting up early. And she gently roused me with a cup of 
what I remember as a rose-flavored steamed milk. I might be imagining that, but that was at least how it felt. And she said, I'm drawing you a bath. And I went right from being asleep on the couch, bumbling into the bathroom, and seeing candles and milky water that had been infused with salts and essential oils and this incredible bath elixir. And on a little tray, she had love poems and erotica, and it was unforgettable. And while I don't go to those lengths for myself every morning, a special treat that I give myself to start the day is just wrapping and enveloping myself in warm water and enjoying the privilege of clean water to soak in and to feel the embrace of and to place essential oils in and to just have a moment that feels like prayer. I know for myself, sometimes prayer can feel quite cerebral, like I need to say the right thing or I need to recite the right thing. And when I'm sitting there in a bath, even if it's just for five minutes, I am reminded physically that the more relaxed I feel, the more deeply I can receive what the universe wants to give me, tell me how it wants to guide me, and that my job is to keep my life an open space for my higher power to fill and then to follow my dreams and my convictions and the places where I'm dissatisfied and I want to see change. But I can only hear those things when my inner ears are opened and something like a morning bath really helps open my inner spirit ears. On the topic of relaxation and taking a few minutes to go within, I also have as a free gift to you, a free treasure on my website, a guided prayer poem called Lay Down Beauty. And I created this after being on the internet and seeing multiple pop-ups and just feeling overwhelmed by the noise and feeling like I just wanted someone to tell me I'm beautiful and that I can lay down now. (laughs) And so that's what this guided prayer poem is. And you can download yours at schoolofsensualliving.com slash relax, or you can also find it just on the homepage of the website and we'll drop it in the links underneath this episode. And the final ritual is an aroma ritual. This probably will take you 30 to 90 seconds. Cleopatra, legend has it, wasn't famous for her adornment and her beauty practices just because she wanted to have soft skin and compelling eyes but she actually believed herself to be the goddess Isis incarnate. And so her adornments were a form of worship, a form of regarding her body as the temple. To loop back full circle to what we started this episode with, of heaven being here on earth rather than a benchmark we're trying to meet after we die, 
I think that anointing the body as a vessel of the divine, the divine simply being your authentic being, is a beautiful way to practice that eminence. And so something I do sometimes is I'll take an essential oil. My very favorite essential oil is Magnify Your Purpose. It's by Young Living Essential Oils. This essential oil has been an accelerator to my life. Whenever I choose to wear it, magic seems to happen. So highly recommend checking that one out if you desire. And sometimes I'll place it on each of my energy centers and I'll match it with an affirmation like placing it on my tailbone saying I am rooted, placing it on my sacral chakra or my pelvis and saying I am creative and supple and my desires matter placing it on my belly, my solar plexus, and telling my gut instincts that they can lead me, you know, so on and so on through the different energy centers. And if you're not someone who practices energy medicine, I think it's important to note that this recognition of what we call the chakras is actually very connected to the mapping of the nervous system as it aligns with the vagus nerve and with the spinal cord. So there is a real biological matching to these energetic maps in our body as well. I also love, I have this beautiful perfume that one of my clients who is a perfume enthusiast and hobbyist made for me comes in this gorgeous little half moon and stars bottle. And it has one of those wands where you open the top and there's a little peg attached to the top and you grace the peg across your skin. It's like so delicious and indulgent. And I think of her every time I use it. And I think of our connection and the parts of myself that I've been able to access in working with her and the imprint that my soul has left on hers. And as I grace it over the place beneath my ears and over my heart, it just really sets the tone of meaning for my day and especially for my work. And so my loves, I want to close by saying I am not a big fan of the idea of a life hack or five minute speed up what should take 20 minutes. Sometimes those things can be useful, but I take cooking as an example. And when I look at some American cooking magazines that say quick, easy dinners and how to maximize your time in the kitchen all of a sudden I feel so incredibly rushed and the artisanal nature of cooking and crafting just gets vacuumed out of the experience. I was noticing this the other day as I was preparing some cauliflower and reading a recipe and I just all of a sudden felt like I was on a four-lane highway. And when I slowed down to be with the food and to remember that I have rosemary growing on my deck and go out and pick it and chop it and smell the aroma. I ended up scorching the cauliflower, by the way. (laughs) Didn't that, you know, maybe I took the slow approach a little too far, but um, 
the preparation of it was a real delight. I'm not a huge fan of rushing through anything, particularly your moments of simple pleasure. But if you are seeking ways to layer and fold simple pleasures and simple rituals into your day, I hope that this episode has been supportive to you. And once again, if you are interested in having some deeper support, you can go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash relax for a relaxing meditative audio prayer poem that requires nothing of you other than you laying down and receiving for seven minutes. And if you enjoyed this episode, as always, I would love to hear from you in a review on iTunes. And thank you so much for listening. We will see you in the next episode. For coaching, classes, and community in creating a lifestyle of embodiment, head to schoolofsensualliving.com. There you'll find a free video series on how to reduce anxiety and intercept the stress response through powerful, confident body language. Head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash confidence to watch your first video today.